about joy, the gift of the shepherds. Let's talk about Advent and the candle three, the candle of joy. Biblical joy is not to be confused with the transitory state of happiness. The first candle was that of hope, the very foundation of our Advent anticipation. Candle two was the emblem of peace, peace with God and peace with ourselves. A biblical account of the events immediately surrounding the birth of Jesus is found only in Luke. Curious that a Gentile tells the story. So it is only in Luke that we come to know about the shepherds and the angels. Weist, New Testament, a Greek translation, says it was an open sky. So it was clear, probably cold, with no clouds to confuse the shepherd's senses. Further, this translation says that the singular singular angel came and stood by their side. It was not just a distant image. The angel was there in their midst. It is fair to speculate that the appearance of a glowing image standing in the midst would startle the shepherds. But when the glory of the Lord comes next, they are scared speechless. And the glowing, the glowing figure says, I've got good news for you. Before the shepherds can catch their breath, the entire squad of glowing figures appear. Be advised that nowhere does it say the angels sang. But this is about the shepherds' gift, so we'll look about the angels another time. The shepherds, by trade, were uncomplicated, alert, conscientious men, not given to worldly intrigue. It is probable they knew well the prophecy of Messiah and their hearts were prepared by the angelic display. Let me suggest the shepherd's gift was their response of coming not only with wonder, but above all with joy, anticipation. Just for a moment, try and put yourself in the, in the mindset of the shepherds. What is your response and why? Luke, in my opinion, indicates their response was more wonderment and desire to know rather than driven by fear. They did come with haste, they came with excitement, and they came with wonder. 1 John 4, 17, I quote, As he is, so we in this world, end quote. Let me suggest that means the character of the church and the saints should be the same as Jesus. The prayer of Jesus to the Father in John 17 provides a good characterization. The lead attribute of the six attributes listed is joy in verse 13. It is the same group of, as holiness and love. These things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Hello. I further suggest that most of the church do not consider joy to be a primary attribute of the church and correspondingly of the individual saint. To make a point, the Greek verb meaning to rejoice or be joyful is found 72 times in the New Testament. The noun, meaning joy, is chara, occurs 60 times. Often used as a greeting, it is contained in the announcement of the angels to the shepherds in Luke 2, 10 and 11. And I quote, And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, 
End quote. That is the beginning of the gospel. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, Matthew 5, 12. The jubilant heart is reflected in discovery of the true treasure of life, which brings joy. That's Matthew 13, 44. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in the field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And in his joy, he went out and sold everything he had to buy that field. There are three parables in Luke 15. Each reveal the joy of a divine heart. There is a lost sheep. Jesus enjoys, enjoins us to rejoice. The lost coin. There is the rejoicing of the presence of the angels of God. And the lost son. We had to celebrate and be glad. The parable of the talents lays stress on the joy of the Lord, which is the reward of faithfulness. And that's Matthew 25, 21, 23. Jesus confers on his followers not only peace, John 14, 27, but participation in his own fullness of joy. That's John 15, 11. Finally, when someone or thing licks the red off your candy, join with Paul, as he says in Philippians 4, 4, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Compare their response with that of the Magi. The coming of the Magi was studied slow, developing and well-organized and laden with material riches. It seems to me that the shepherds are a classic case of he who hears, let him hear. Perhaps both cases are a study on how people come to Christ. John 15, 11, I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. May this season and all your coming days be filled with joy of the Lord. Good luck.